I was working in the lab late one night, and my eyes beheld a scary sight. Up from my slab began to rise. Shit. Yeah, that's all I got, man. Uh, <laughs> Did you say slab? Yeah, slab. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I haven't heard that since high school, bro. Oh, uh, the Monster Bash? <laughs> it's a classic. Spooky season. Yeah, spooky season's upon us. Have you heard the like original Monster Mash or no? Uh, yeah, that's the only one I've heard. I, I, was that a remix? No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there's this uh, comedy skit on Comedy Bang Bang um, that uh, you might hear as a hey, listener about um, on Halloween itself. But um, that is um, this comedian comes on and they're playing like the original creator of the Monster Mash. And like um, their whole bit is that the record label made them change the song and it was originally called the monster fuck and it's just <laughs> yeah, yeah it's good that's halloween favorite over here casa de kip but uh you're listening to common rider three i'm nurse kip and is comes like senpai uh this is episode 103 and i really really quickly want to come out and say i have not mean to forget you pokestar 12 for that review we have said thanks to Everyone else but you, I'm sorry about that. Just popped up at a weird time. Thank you so much for that five-star review. Pokestar 12. But uh, <laughs> along with that, uh, it is a very spooky season Halloween. And I guess, uh, what's new with you, man? Anything? Or anything spooky what's, going on for the holiday? Uh, I had like a premature uh, Halloween party I went to uh, last, what day was that? Last Saturday that I'm still kind of recovering from. Oh, no. So, yeah party pretty early and then uh, i have uh saturday sunday off to do it again this week so should be fun this year i dressed up as a uh, batman <laughs> did you just as batman last year because i feel like you've told me that before oh uh, no nah, part i was probably planning on dressing up as batman but i ended up doing uh spider-man and i had to get in shape for that because it's like one of those like spandex costumes <laughs> that oh, like okay. shows everything <laughs> So uh, I did that last year. This year, I'm, uh, I got like one of those cheap ass Batman costume with like the fate inflated chest. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so that was uh, my costume, and then my fiance was Poison Ivy. So fun All time. Right. There you go. Um, we did um, some horthy once. So I was a uh, Michael Myers, and uh, well. Talk about what this means, but uh, what Ali did was like uh, inspired by Malignant. <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, it was cool. Um, very simple. Wait, was she like, like it was backwards? Oh yeah. shit! Are we getting spoiler territory? You might want to be. Oh uh, yeah. Let's, eh, my bad. Let's talk spoilers. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, Malignant is the ultimate surprise drop movie of the fall, and we're spoiling it. Uh, but no, uh, <laughs> what do you think that movie was before you watched it? Cause I did not think it was going to be what it was at all. Like, I was like super not down to watch it. Like I was like, ah, I don't yeah, want to watch a movie like this, you know? Yeah. It was kind of like one of those things like word of mouth. Like I saw it on HBO max. It was up for like a couple of days before I even, you know, thought about watching it, got to work. Uh, you know, like one of my friends said something that I, you know, Twitter sphere, I follow a lot of people that do like movie reviews and like just like horror fans and everybody's like raving about Malignant. 
So I'm like, let me see what the hype's about. Never even looked up what the word malignant meant because that was probably a dead giveaway yeah. by the plot. But uh, yeah, I just went into it blind. And I feel like with this film, it's kind of like the best way to approach it. You think? Yeah, no. Um, so like, for me, I had like Ali who wanted to watch it so bad and I was like, oh, malignant. And like the poster and the trailer and the name, I was like, okay, this is about a lady who has a tumor and it helps her see ghosts as she gets haunted. And then that's why there's like a knife shadow in the poster near her eye. Cause like, it's about like surgery and stuff. And I was like, Oh, this is like just going to be like a, like uh conjuring, like kind of thing. It's like, not gonna have any like fun stuff for me like i like like creature stuff and i like cool practical effects and then we watched the fucking movie and i was like <laughs> oh yeah that first scene like <laughs> everything changed in my house yeah it's like one of those films that like just had me guessing the entire time and i didn't get like one guess right and i love that it wasn't like super predictable and uh they use this term with a lot of uh bong Joon ho films it's just like genre like it's like just a bunch of different things and one like I really can't say it was a horror movie because it was part horror, part mystery, part action. It was just like everything. So very genre type, uh, you know, flick. Because like it like starts um full spoilers now, but like it starts with, like the scene of like there's like security guards that have like trank rifles and like a <laughs> mental hospital, and you're like, what's going on? Like yeah, and, like so, to me, I was like, this is, it's great. Yeah. So at that part, we were convinced that uh. Gabe was an alien, <laughs> you know, like, so the first set was like, you know, like, what the fuck is this creature? Like, everybody's trying to attack. I'm like, it's some alien with, uh, you know, psychic type of powers or whatever. And then we, you know, the scene happens in the house. It's like, okay, some kind of paranormal shit's going on. Like, it's a fucking ghost. Yeah. And then it goes from that to like, I think it's the imaginary friend. And I was just like, I'm just guessing all over the fucking place. You know what I mean? So. I loved it. I had a really fun time. Because she like uh, hits her head early on and is bleeding. You're like, oh, is she bleeding? It's going to turn out that she like got a brain thing. And then like she goes to the doctor. Oh, no, you have like a malignant like what's the face or something, you know. But then it just the way it kept going and like seeing the like other stuff and like all the like he was killed in reverse. It was great. Yeah, what did it keep saying? Like, remove the cancer? Like, I just disregarded all of that shit. I'm just like, nah, I'm, I'm about to figure this shit out. So if I, like, actually sat down and tried to piece things together with, like, the clues that were given, I probably could have found it out, but I, I think it would have take, taken away from the experience if I knew what was going on. Because the reveal was crazy. Yeah, because, like, at first it's like, uh, she's seeing all the killing. She's like, oh, no, what happened? But, um, for me, the best scene of the movie is, I think the scene in the jail cell yes where you finally see it and you're like oh they went all in on this yeah bro and like it goes into like the little uh like police like office or whatever it is or the desk guard and it just turns into like a fucking john wick scene <laughs> you know what i mean but oh, i uh, loved it yeah i loved every minute of it and that's one of those things like when you introduce that film to like one of your friends or you know, someone that hasn't seen it, you always check to see their reaction at that moment because I watched it two or three times now and every time I'm watching it with somebody new, I always like glance over to see what how their how their faces change or what they're going to, uh, what kind of emotion they're going to show at that moment. Because there's a point to it, it was like they finally like showed the child and like 
what was on her back and like everything. It's like, oh wow. And then it's like um they cut everything off. And it's like, oh yeah. Then we shoved the rest of his face in her head and just like like stitched it back up. Like, what is going on, James Wan? This is great. I'm glad that you have like the clout to do this. Uh good for you. <laughs> I'm glad that you uh, made like enough best selling movies. Yeah, I saw some people bashing it, but I didn't even take the time out to see why they disliked it. I know they said like the acting was bad and you know, like typical uh, like wannabe film snob shit people would say, but I enjoyed it. Yeah. Uh, we enjoyed it so much that like uh me and Allie like still drunk, just like recorded like a like <laughs> You watched it while you're drunk? Yeah. Oh shit. That's probably had to be amazing. Yeah. Though honestly, like I think um for me, I was like, yeah. For her, she was like, oh no, what is this? This is like <laughs> some James shit, some Toku shit. This is like practical <laughs> effects. I hate this. I wanted ghosts. So we're both like drinking, but when that movie finished, we like went in, like just recorded the episode 98 to come around because that's Toku to me. When you open up your skull and there's a face there, that's yeah, Toku. We're, we're like uh, practical effect junkies over here. Yeah, no, and uh, that probably shows, though, like American Werewolf in London and Return of the Living Dead have been uh, some recent episodes with some guests, and that's always fun. But uh, I was thinking, uh, no, what's on a Friday this year? What? April Fool's Day is on a Friday. Huh. And you know what? 2022? Yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. I got to keep my guard up. And you know what? Um... How long has it been since uh, you've watched uh, Big Mama's House? Because I think that's Togu. Big Mama's House? Oh, man. It had to be like at least like a decade ago. Or like The Clumps. Like, what other movies have a... Wow. 90s. That's probably a, a high percentage of our audience. Like, what are they talking about? What's The Clumps? What's Big, Mama, Big Mama's House? <laughs> I always forget it's not called The Clumps. It's called like Nutty Presser 2. But. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Did they make a spinoff called The Clumps or something? Nah, 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 nah. Never mind. I'm thinking about uh, Norbit and for some Norbit? reason. Norbit? <laughs> oh my God. Norbit would be the worst. Freaking Norbit. That was when they like started pushing it. Like they like just went for broke all those movies like that. They're like, uh, what's another fat suit movie we could think of? <laughs> make a couple oh, there's mil. There's Austin off. Power. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, fat um, bastard. Master of Disguise must have had like a fat suit in it, you know? Every time I think about that movie, I always think about, am I not turtly enough for a turtle club? Turtle, turtle. <laughs> you know that they filmed that scene um, <laughs> on September 11th, right? Really? Yeah, so like they had a moment of silence with the turtle. Oh, like led by the turtle man. thing, like Dana Carvey. I'm going to look this up. Uh, that's crazy. Master of Disguise. I said it's been a day off. Because <laughs> it had to be super recent to uh, when it happened. And they just like still like, oh, let's film it. The trivia on IMDb is the scene of the Turtle Club happened to be filming on September 11, 2001. When word of the terrorist attack reached the set, the casting crew observed a moment of silence. <laughs> uh, oh, my God. Why did he even like publish that? Who was asking? What happened on the set of Master of Scribes on super September 11th? Like, who's asking? Where's Jaw? <laughs> Must have been a slow news day. Uh, I mean, I love that trivia. 
I'm sure like somebody saw like the behind the scenes documentary of Master of Disguise on fucking Betamax. I was like, oh man, this is really deep. I'm gonna put some Imdb. <laughs> uh, but no, um, yeah. Um, uh, I've been watching something that you must have seen. Uh, have you watched The Boys or no? Yeah, I've seen uh, both seasons so far. Oh, whew. that second season's rough. Yeah, talk about it. Uh, no, um, like I like, I was watching the show and like I'm nostalgic for like stuff based off of graphic novels, kind of prestige, like kind of gritty, not very good. So like, I like love the first season of the boys. Like, oh, this isn't too good at all, but it's like good enough to watch and not think about it. Um, and like, hey, it's Haley Joel Osment. Hey, it's breast milk. You know, uh, cool. <laughs> but um, I've watched like the third episode of that second season last night and like I might need to take a break because like the show is always like about violence and racism and that kind of stuff but like that show just like straight up does like three hate crimes back to back in the episode and I was like whoa what the fuck are you doing like you were at least a little subtle in season one yeah I was um, like yeah after season one I was like a huge fan I was super stoked about season two and then like season two is like one of those moments like you realize that the uh, showrunners are trying to deviate a, a little bit too far away from the source material. And I haven't read it, but you could like see s- like jarring differences between the seasons uh, yeah. without even reading the source material. And uh, yeah, it's just w- one of those things like they don't want to be predictable and they just want to go their own direction. But uh, yeah, it didn't work out in their favor, in my opinion. Some people love season two, but I'm just like season one was like peak. And then season two is just like a complete decline. And I'm having a similar experience with uh, another graphic novel that got adapted on Netflix called uh, Lock and Key. Uh, the first okay, season yeah, yeah. followed the, surp- the source material really closely. And in season two, I'm just like, this is a completely different show and kind of took me out of it, to be honest. What's Lock and Key about? So it's about a, a family uh, that uh, experienced a tragedy. Um, and then they have to go back to where their father grew up to live in the house that he, uh, you know, grew up in. And then like, they started figuring out that these keys exist and these keys all possess like different powers. One has the ability to take you anywhere in the world. One has the ability to give you like strength and just so on and so forth. And, uh, there's like an evil spirit, uh, you know, behind the scenes trying to get those keys to like release like a demon army. Uh, upon the world and uh it was uh written by Stephen King's son he goes by a different i think it goes by joe hill and, okay uh, yeah yeah it's it's really good i had read the, the graphic novel uh years before this uh show came out and this show is in the works for like years and it finally came out on netflix and season one was pretty fun and now season two they're i don't know kind of like boy season two just like okay like definitely the higher the hand on, you know, something that's making, let's do this instead. Yeah, no, you can definitely tell too when like a show like uh, wants to keep being shocking, so they just like play with stuff they don't understand. And, exactly. Like, that's, like, the boys for me. Exactly. Because like, uh, I mean, that's I, I feel like it's the same thing that kind of happened to Thrones. You know, uh, I know you say you did you say you didn't watch Game of Thrones, right? Oh no, um, I didn't watch that last season of Game of Thrones. I was just done, but. Really, like, it declined for me every season, but, like, the sharpest, I think, is, like, 
uh, season five. Holy shit, what a nosedive that season was. Yeah, so um, I read the books and like kind of like the same formula. Um, the first season, and sometimes you get a good second season out of adaptations too, but season three, four, five, and so on and so forth, which is like a complete decline and so many different things happened that weren't in the book and you could definitely tell. That's why I'm a little nervous about this Cowboy Bebop movie on Netflix. Highly no- nervous. The thing about like Cowboy Bebop though is that like that is so done that it's almost untouchable versus like I do think that we are eventually going to get a like a the last two Thrones books. I really don't want Brandon Sanderson or like more likely like Joe Abercrombie to finish it. But like I can I'm convinced that Martin wants to like do that like final work. But also like um, those showrunners, they said shit like, yeah, themes are for eighth grade book reports. And like they called like character arcs stupid in ways where they didn't understand them. It's like you could do like a good adaptation and like also one that changes stuff in like interesting ways. But you gotta be competent writers and those dudes are like remember when they were going to do like an hbo series that was like what if the confederacy won oh yeah <laughs> it was like no don't do that yeah and then they're supposed to get like a gig with, with star wars but even disney was like nah we're good man we changed our mind and they tanked the whole you know franchise that they made millions off of just because it's agreed because they wanted to get out and make some more money but you know it happens but the only person that really suffers is the fans you know yeah, no. Um, I hope that someday we just get like an anime, like Song of Ice and Fire. That oh, would be so yeah. great, you know, like Studio Trigger or something. Just go for it. I saw it. They recently. I'm surprised I haven't watched it yet. You just reminded me that they. I don't. I don't know if you follow The Witcher at all, but I know that Netflix dropped a, a Witcher anime uh, a few months ago. So I forgot. You just reminded me. I got to check that out. Yeah, like, I'm not sure what that is. Is that like just? Uh, side stories or something or like characters uh me neither i'm not really sure um i'm always iffy with like netflix animes <laughs> that's why i kind of like wasn't like hyped to watch it but my friend watched it and he said it was all right but uh i'm assuming that it's like a side quest i don't think it has anything to do with like canon or anything yeah no i'm glad that there forever wants it uh we got people <laughs> making money like, that's a good way why. to put it but yeah, yeah here's this if you guys are interested yeah, because I don't I don't know who was asking for that. <laughs> you feel me? <laughs> like who's demanding a Witcher anime? <laughs> like I'm very unlikely to watch like the secondary like, um, Walking Dead has like three other shows right now. It has like Walking oh Dead, the World Beyond, Walking Dead. That's another one, bro. The West just Coast like, or whatever. First two seasons followed a source material and just wanted to try something else. Ruined. I'm surprised they're still on. Like, who's watching Walking Dead? I mean, they're ending season 11 soon, and they'll only have the three movies and the three spinoff <laughs> series. Sometimes you're just, like, too big to fail, which is what, like, Supernatural was for a while. And, like, that, like, got, like, 15 seasons, and I watched that last Sheesh. episode. I was like, damn. 15 this seasons? This is terrible. Did you watch that last episode of, like, Supernatural or no? Nah, I never got into that. My girlfriend watches watches it, but uh, I never got into it. Or my fiance. She'll kill me if I said that. But uh, yeah, she watches it. Oh shit, a Cowboy Bebop trailer just dropped. Oh, Apparently. awesome. Speaking of. I hope 
that the live action Cowboy Bebop doesn't lead to another anime because I think that would be worse for like the fans of like Cowboy Bebop, honestly. Yeah. Uh, before we get into the pod, a quick question: Have you seen Dune yet? No, I haven't seen Dune. Um, okay. Yeah, I'm. A, I'm I was about to watch it at home, but my my fiance is like three hours, so uh, <laughs> uh, I'm a, I'm gonna take my talents to the movie theater and uh, see it on the big screen. Uh, you want a minor spoiler? Minor, uh, like not f- f- super minor, not for real content. But I heard this t- today is like the headline of an article, and I fucking laughed my ass off. What is it? Oh, apparently, I think I know what you about to say it's <laughs> only ahead. the first half of the movie. It's like the first half of the um of the book, not even the full book. Oh so no, understand. I didn't even hear that. That's crazy. It's only what the he, first half of the yeah. first book. Yeah, what did you hear? The guy you? Oh, I saw something about somebody wanted more nude scenes. <laughs> like, okay, I mean that's what I saw. I'm not sure who's nude in Doom, but there's attractive people, sure. Okay, uh, uh, but that being the first half of the first book. Kind of has me hyped to see it because they're taking their time. They're not really trying to rush it, which is I'm optimistic about that. But it kind of reminds me of what they did with a Final Fantasy VII uh, remake. Like it's just like just giving you bite sized pieces, but stretching it out so far. I tried to read Doom back in the day. It just fuck. Not a fan. No, I just couldn't get into it. I was just like, man, Frank Herbert. I'm glad that this is fundamental. Uh, I'm gonna watch Tremors instead. Okay. I keep hearing it's like peak fantasy. Like, I remember that the cheesy <sighs> yeah. movie came out in the 90s. I saw it as a kid. I didn't really retain anything that happened in it. So, that's um, a David Lynch movie. It is it's it? dope. Yeah. It's like okay. got like Kyle MacLachlan in it. And it's like really weird. It's like the prime example actually of like to like make things all like connect of like an adaptation that changes things but is its own thing and i think like it and the shining kind of stand out honestly is like yeah doing something different that doesn't take away from the original yeah we didn't mention at times that it actually like works but it's rare that a remake or a rendition of something is better than the source material very rare yeah no um and yeah that's just what's it about right now? <laughs> I, I don't know of of I want to watch new movies and I want to watch new interesting things. And I would honestly love um, if we went back to the 80s and 90s when you had like uh, killer clowns, like outer space, like killer tomatoes, killer condom, like all those old school movies. And uh, one concept like that that I think uh, would be really interesting is um, what if there was a killer faucet? <laughs> That'd be amazing. Probably one of the best monsters I've ever seen in my life. That'd be crazy. And that brings us to Chojo Setai Jetman. Episode 3. The Power of (laughs) 5. For Jetman, um, I was definitely thinking before, like I started watching the episodes, oh man, I hope we like Jetman. I'm not sure if we're going to keep like, and then I watched the episode, like, this is fucking great. Yeah, it was like, it was like a moment, like a, while I was watching Jetman, I was like, is this better than Build? I mean, it's, I, it's, yeah. it's, it's debatable right now. We're at three and four and three and four, so it's debatable. Yeah, uh, so how this episode opens is that the um, young boy General Tran um, 
takes a bug to make a like faucet monster and the episode like starts with this um guy who's sleeping but his faucet's going off and then his faucet comes alive strangles him and then just blood drips from his faucet it's like <laughs> yes what a wild intro bro like i was looking at my faucets like sideways after this episode i'm like uh okay yeah is this faucet dimension or am i good <laughs> and like what i realized um with this and the next episode and like also like in the original like power rangers like a lot of their monsters are like super weird it's like what's the through line like what's making these similar you know and i realized um they're picking their monsters not off of like a theme they're picking them off of what can they do an interesting like practical effect for that episode which is why like it looks like oh faucet has like like there's like cool puppetry and roads because there's like cool miniatures you know that's that's a really cool way to do it yeah i didn't think about that that's a really cool way to do it too um and it's working yeah we also see the commander is a martial arts trainer, just like beating the shit out of some bottles and some bricks. And uh, oh man, I love that training montage. I'm like, yes, like I don't need it in a lot of shows. Like it's kind of like to be expected. Like okay, they got powers, now they know how to fight. But to actually go through the motions, I love that. No, it adds a lot to it. Honestly, um, it's part of character development, you know. Yeah, and uh, she's training the. Uh, with Raita and Kauri and like Akko. Um, Cause they're all not trained fighters the same way that the uh, two other guys are. And um, she's just like kicking their ass. Just <laughs> great. Uh, I'm not sure if like she has powers or like she's that good. Who knows? But she's very competent and it's like only like Ryu is like a warrior. And like Ryu is kind of a character where I'm like, huh, normally I wouldn't like you, but I think like, he's such a straight man to everything else like going on. That's like almost kind of funny that he's like so good and likes milk and shit. Yeah. I I felt the same way. Like usually I hate the guy that's like, you know, like the, uh, the, uh, give it the mantle of leader. Like, yeah. Who's this guy? Why is he the leader of men or the leader of women? But, uh, it works for this though. I kind of like Ryu for now. Does help. Like that guy is like cool, but also a menace. Cause the first thing he does in this episode, is like, look up a policewoman's skirt as like he's next to her on the <laughs> on the street, and then run a red light so she'll talk to him and my try note, to arrest him. My notes say, "Guy is a man of culture." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but damn, like he's and it, nothing. And then blames Ryu for like cock blocking him. He's just like, "Yo, I'm wor- I'm working here, bro. What you what you just popped up now for?" Yeah, like I don't. Laid in there right now, like you know. And the officer seemed like she was interested. It. I'm like, damn, my my boy guy. I mean, yeah, um, he went to the fucking tassel school of fucking knowing what to do, and he <laughs> did it. Uh, <laughs> and then they get in like an awesome bike chase, like through like shipping containers, like yeah. they're like being closed in. It looked great. Oh man. So it's like peak right now, peak Sentai. Yeah. Um. And then like Ryu's like, "Hey, do you care about the Earth?" And the guy's like, "No, I do not." <laughs> like, you shouldn't either. You just care care about yourself, bro. The world's about to end one day. Live it up. Because like, Peak. how many how many anime have you seen? For example, like just in anime or, or like in 
like every kind of story where they've been like, hey, the, like fucking Vegeta was cool, right? And they don't make a character who does anything in like self interest. They just make somebody who's like kind of pissy. Like I love that. Like for characters, like guys, like no, this is like an asshole. Like he's not just trying to be like a shitty like knockoff. Like he's actually like a misanthrope, you know? Yeah, and this is like a breath of fresh air, especially like you know, like um, it's way different from anything I've watched in Toku. So definitely a breath of fresh air to see a character like guy. He's just outspoken, doesn't really care what anybody thinks, and I'm looking to seeing how he develops as a a member of this team in an episodes to come. So. I mean, we saw where it's uh, headed after this one, but who knows how long that'll last. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, there's more trading, and the girls just give right of their weight, so he's holding, like, nine, like, um, nine tires and stuff. It's like, okay. Uh, but um, then there's somebody, I think it's the commander, but I can't tell because, like, they don't say, gets attacked and uses a razor to cut her faucet off. <laughs> and it's like, oh, that's fucking cool as shit. Who who was it that like you could like tell like the the the, uh, the part of the, the role was like to grab the faucet and spin it around them? Did you notice that when somebody got caught up in it? I forget what scene that was. That was um when like Ryu was jumping. I think maybe like he like jumped and grabbed it, put up something. Really <laughs> yeah, just like sure. twirled. <laughs> yeah, that's great. I love that shit. <laughs> then we see that guy is playing pool by himself and then that's oh when Ryu God. comes in to so get some warm cool, milk bro. and just shoots the balls out of <laughs> uh, that guy then when like Raina like wants some water and like fountain appears and has blood in it and, and then tries to kill him that's my favorite thing in horror movie when like the monster just like shows that it's like capable of killing you before it tries just like Fuck you, I'm gonna get you. <laughs> uh yeah, and uh just um we see the whole town getting destroyed as like Ryan like Ryu like race. And there's like kids watching them. Speaking of race, whenever you're like a kid or maybe you still do this, when you count down, do you go three, two, one, zero, go? <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Yeah, who says like zero? zero? Go. And then yeah. you go go. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's so weird. That was the first time I ever seen that before, but for some reason it's in my notes. I've done zero or go. I haven't done both, but here's my thinking. Go is the is the same like kanji as five. So maybe it's like one, two, three, uh, zero, go. You know? Okay. There you go. But yeah, uh, just uh, the two race, and uh, because there's kids getting attacked, like Ryu loses the race. Um, <laughs> and then Guy gets attacked, but as soon as he's saved, leaves. <laughs> it's great. Um, and like the rest of the team shows up in this like Jeep with a space turret on it, and they don't use it. I'm like, guys, come on. <laughs> yeah, it, I was kind of confused about that too. And Guy does the Han Solo thing. He comes back. Can we get our first group pension? Um, and they fight and they win. Like it's a pretty short fight, but like I like how there's like a horror or like cataclysm like bit to the monsters where like they're doing stuff outside of the fights that like make it more interesting than like just showing up. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then uh, 
we see the team talking with Guy talking to the girls, um, and then the Viram like general show up or like ha ha ha, and then like um, the Blue Ranger like Akko says fuck off, and I was like oh cool, <laughs> sure go for it. That standoff was so amazing, bro. Like just like you know the Viram show up in like the holograms and like. They try to hit him, and it just had, like, a standoff, like, oh, man, love that. Yeah. And, like, that one line from, like, episode one or two, where it's like, we should use this world as a testing ground to see who should be the new, like, leader, super justifies them doing all this stuff and, like, not super caring, and, like, it doesn't feel like they're being dumb or being stupid. Like, feels like, oh, they're, like, have a reason for not just, like, heading things right now, you know? And I just love how disgusted they are about humans. You know, they just look at them like, like peasants. It's just like, oh, or like insects. Yeah, and um, it's just perfect. Um, I love just how they don't follow a logic either. Where it's like, okay, here's a kid. Here's the coolest fucking robot you've ever seen. Here's this lady in a hat. Here's this dude. It's perfect. And uh, yeah, uh, just uh really solid episode um in the fourth episode um the fighting bride uh is also very solid um it's just the i love how they're like building up to like certain things like slowly um and we get them like all in their planes for the first time and um carrie is very bad at hers and um like fails and then um there's some hints for like them making their like mecha like their like megazord but they all need to be in sync and stuff and she needs more training but she's like i don't want to and then like she gets called hey like princess and everyone's like oh no and she leaves and um she gets presents from this dude like soichiro and uh yes yeah, like, like a, yeah. a arranged marriage right yeah because I think uh, they both, their families own big companies of like skyscrapers next to each other. <laughs> and that's where he takes her to go to like for dinner or like lunch or whatever. Oh, look at this. This is us one day. And I liked how um, she was like excited to see him. Like most of the time this happens, it's like, oh no, it's like this dude. Right. So maybe something happened since the last time she saw him. <laughs> She's just like, yo. And he like changed because he's rich now. No, this episode is like uh, that for her because like it's like oh she's not used to being like harshly reprimanded before and that's why she leaves and she's like drinking wine and stuff and is like ah okay yeah she probably like get married huh um and <laughs> oh um the main general like Radigut is like hey humans are so fucking dumb roads are like veins <laughs> let's cut them open spray their blood everywhere i love let's it, make bro. a road monster. i'm like yes yes just who needs like a like a you know like a physical a philosophical or uh, or whatever the fuck word i'm trying to say yeah <laughs> like a legit reason to do some fucked up shit to somebody just like uh just take this out and they're like from another dimension weirdos that have like blocks of stuff and bugs like of course, like, they would look at, like, a faucet big. This is fucked up. What's wrong with humans? Like, you know? Uh, so it, if you think about it, it's, it, it's so weird how, like, we really, like, go about everyday life. Like, if I was, like, an alien, I came here, I'm like, 
what's what's the major thing that people say? You guys live in boxes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like you got you go from this box to another box, and then you go to this box, <laughs> and you sleep in a box. So, I mean, humans are kind of weird if you think about it. You tell me that you take rocks and you put food on them and heat them up. That's so stupid. What are you doing? <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, and um, instantly there's cars crashing. But like before they crash, there's already cars on fire, like from their hood, <laughs> and they crash together. Just massive pile up. It's great. I, I was kind of confused at first. I'm like, is this one road that everybody just like get it fucked up on, or is it multiple? And then they just like mess the whole city up. Because, like, one car swerves, and then there's this car with fire all over it. 35 runs pop car pileup. <laughs> this is great, yeah. Fucking, this is so much better than anything else. Uh, like, this is so much better than, like, the Iron Man 2 fucking, man, aliens hate cars or whatever thing, where, like, in every movie the past, like, 15 years, like, there's like a scene of like a parking lot full of like new Lexus is getting like shot by aliens or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> they uh, talk about the engagement with the team after they get saved. No, um, she talks to the team and like how she's busy and then like tries to tell her fiance that she's like a warrior of justice, but like, he like does not understand her and, and the whole city is getting super fucked up. And um, then they get attacked and like saved by how they're like jet men. But then like he's like, this is dumb. What are you doing? Stop this. And like he immediately goes and like, oh, we're the chosen people like you're worms. She can't do this. She's too important. And but she gets insulted by like Ryu again. Probably immediately go to a wedding <laughs> with like outfits and everything. <laughs> and like at the wedding, there's this like uh, skeleton crucified hanged like jesus like in the stained glass window behind the priest and I'm like what's this <laughs> it was very a lot she ends up saying i'm gonna fight but i'll promise to marry you later and then he's like i'm super fucking elitist like they're words like they don't matter and she fucking punches him in the nuts <laughs> and steals a bike to go fight um she looked awesome with the the helmet on with the uh yeah with the brides. But I was also wondering like how far is she going to run to get to them? <laughs> like can she not just like call up her jet or and just like get, get there? She was running for like a long time and then she finally stole the bike. <laughs> yeah. And we get a cliffhanger though cuz like they're fighting the giant monster and they're like individual little like machines and like she gets knocked out and it's all like oh no what's going to happen? So, yeah, um I'm glad we haven't seen like their like megazord yet and there's like still stuff being saved up, but Really solid episodes. Yeah, and I love, like, so far, it seems like there'd be a patch of episodes that everybody gets to, like, their own, like, centric episode. Like, the first few were kind of, like, well, episode one was, like, group, and then two and three seemed to be very guy-centric, and I guess three and four would be more uh, Kyrie-centric. Uh, so I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, Aiko and Ryoto get their episodes so we could like, learn a little bit more about them. This whole team just kind of like they've done a good job of just like making them fit without having to spend too much time with like each of them yet. Like, I like them all so far. Um, yeah, this is a well balanced like crew, yeah. Um, 
what do you think about um this show's like uh we've talked before like how they're talking about like how they don't really care about like their secret identities here and it's like oh it's fine for the most part you know yeah you know what i i guess i'm slowly getting used to it like i didn't even notice that until you said that and uh I also realized this is one of the first uh, shows that we followed that the crew is already established from episode one. <laughs> Usually, like, they get trickled in here and there. But uh, is that normally, like, the typical Sentai way to do things versus uh, uh, Toku or Kamen Rider? Uh, yeah. Uh, no. Um, they, like, tend to have the team established, like, early on. Um, it's definitely got a thing where, like, uh, there's more stuff and the like i tend to like enjoy looking at like rider or sentai like that's a little older because like they don't rush into having like everybody on the same page just like doing stuff like sometimes with like sentai it has like the saber problem of like there's a bunch of people who can't do anything meaningful for the plot showing up with like a lot of different like powers and like forms and they each have very little point versus here it's like each character seems important and they're taking some time with it, you know but like even then like they are like in some time mostly like established like by the first episode at least like here's who the team is going to be and they've met a little bit and they work together mm-hmm. yeah um <laughs> i really like Jetman. um and i'm very excited to like see what the arc of this show is because i feel like uh, we're definitely uh conditioned to like shows that maybe have a lot more characters or like toys and stuff and part of me is like i don't think there's going to be that many like new things to the show as far as like new rangers or like new zords or anything so like i'm not sure like how that does it maybe it's just like stronger character episodes that yeah, it seems like this, I guess if this was an arc, it'd be more like the character introduction arc while they're like also going through the motions of fighting the, the Virum. Because, uh, you know, I, after this, I'm pretty sure we get, like I said, like the Aku, you know, two episodes and then Ryoto. And I'm hoping we get a uh, a Ryu one because, I mean, even though he's a leader, we don't really know that much about him. So, yeah, um, I wonder if it's just going to be about his like dead girlfriend or maybe there's more to it i don't know and uh it'd be dope if we get some viral <laughs> viral centric episodes too <laughs> oh we're gonna can you, ima- like, we're can you imagine get, a like, gray yeah. episode oh i can't wait for that shit <laughs> he's gonna like meet a nurse and like get laid <laughs> or like get a cat or some shit because he's like the like you know <laughs> that's what they do um so the next two episodes for this are episode five fall for me episode six get angry robo so that's for next time but for this time um let's talk about our like other half which is like how murder build um episode three borderline of justice and episode four the testimony will be zero so oof. i love how different these shows are and build is um a very modern show but it definitely um has a it it knows what it it has a confidence in what it wants to do that I feel like is missing from shows sometimes. Like, this show, episode one or two, is doing what it wants to do. It is, like, setting things up still, but also, like, states a lot of stuff as fact. Like, hey, this happened. 
and this is what we're dealing with and it's not spending too much time like worrying if you're following along which i like yeah this show is like oozing in confidence just like you said like and i feel like so many things are happening at the same time but it's so easy to follow that makes sense like we have like you know the the paradox box or pandora's pandora's box we have the mystery behind uh you know what happened with the uh the name my bad with uh, both like Sento and like Ryuga. Ryuga, what happened with Sento, and then we have like you know uh, all these other characters that are you know coming in and out like the side characters and like there's just so much going on, but it's so easy to follow. Like I'm, I'm loving every minute of it. Yeah. Um. So this episode like starts with a like a a like another like fourth wall break, which is always like a lot of fun. Um. Then Sento like is explaining the plot so far like the plot twist that we've had um, i love the recaps i need those yeah i'm in my i'm in my like mid-30s so you know my memory is not as sharp as it used to be so the recaps are highly appreciated they find out that the guy dabashima is a like fake person or like a false identity and there's like a like real nabashima but um we then find out that mizora is an idol and she asks her <laughs> for help isn't that so crazy like i love that uh uh, dynamic with her like it just shows you like how you can be one way in real life and then on social media you're completely different like you know in real in reality she's like very sluggish and you know she gets very irritated easily but once she's like in her like social media influencer type mood she's like super bubbly and all this it just kind of relates to like real life you know what i mean no yeah um this is totally something I could see happening. Like, <laughs> I, you know, like for uh, sure. I'm like, oh shit! Like, this is like, I could see. I know, I know a couple of people like that are in real life, so I thought that was pretty funny. And like a lot of people that like do that, like Twitch gamer, like, yeah, I'm dead, but from like ten to three, like every night, <laughs> I'm like the most popular person in the world. I'm so busy. <laughs> I wrote down that she becomes a human gear, and the simps take care of her problems. So, yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> that is so funny. That's that is what happens, huh? The Simps. Yeah, because she has those... she has the human gear headset. Yeah, the headset. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, damn. That could be like an Easter egg for uh, Zero One. Yeah. Um, Ryuga says that Sento should care. Um, does Sento care more about his past for being built? And Sento says, of course, being built. Um. And then we see that the government has met to talk about their goals, and there's like, um, I don't super have the breakdown of the countries yet, yeah. but um, the one that we're in, um, Toto? I might be wrong there. Give me a little second. Yeah, give us a few episodes before we get like the regions down pat, because I felt the same way. I'm like, okay. And I'm not really sure how travel works. I'm like, did he only get through two different territories by water? Is there a train? Can you drive through? So I guess we'll get there. I think that uh, because um, so they're in Toto, which has the Pandora box and is peaceful. peaceful. What color is that? I'm looking right now. They are green. Okay, so we're based in the green region. Yeah, green region. Okay, And then... um, there's Hakoto, which is purple, which is the agricultural region. Um, and it has lots of farmland. Okay. 
and then there is Sato that is having a lot of people go abroad having technology and military stuff. So they're the the warmongers. They're red. Okay, makes sense. That's easy to remember. Red. Yeah. War. Okay. And also, um, I watched that uh, Netflix Nobunaga documentary, like, and uh, that had a, like a, a like whole thing too, where it was like very good with maps. Like from playing video games, like watching anime, like I know Nobunaga, but like watching that, like with maps, I was like, oh, the, the sky wall is also like separating the country roughly into like the factional like pieces from that time too and it looks like the sky wall like extends in a way where it like it's like not all the way around it's like dividing so they're like going around the country like long ways is what it looks like regardless um they're talking and it's a hologram they aren't gonna unite um and then build saves a child as like Sawa's like fangirling over him and then it turns out the kid's mother um and then people like say he was like trying to kidnap them instead um and this is because he's associated with uh Ryuga right yeah he's like a prison terrorist now yeah and then uh we get like a like scene of them in the base they're like hunting the best matches because apparently something will happen when they've like found them all and Ryuga just guesses one like without needing to worry about it I kind of like this approach too because uh, like anytime they do stuff like with the two different sides of the suit always brings me back to build even like the mystery or brings me back to double <laughs> double, uh, and even like the problem solving or the mystery behind it kind of reminds me of double but the way that they did this like there's a method to what makes a perfect match or a best match I, I appreciate that so much because you know in double it's just kind of like oh just figure it out while you're fighting you know what I mean mm-hmm yeah, but uh, but with this, it's kind of like adapting, but it's already premeditated. You know what I mean? I'm hoping there's not too many. Like, yeah, like I like uh, I kind of like. I hope there's like only like twenty or something. Like, not like too many. You know? Let's yeah, and he finds out that it has to be one animal based and one tech technology based or something like that. That's what best match. Ruga says, uh, but right. like also. I'm looking, I guess there's an organic and an inorganic side, but there's like tough like CDs or whatever and like Hawks and Gatling because Gatling. Yeah, <laughs> but no. Uh, and then um, they get some info um, on Nabashima, but like he's also like we see him like with like Faust and it's like, oh, like his family's in danger. So they like try to get like ferried across the border. So Ryuga dresses like a grandpa and then like has to fight and use like his like dragon powers, which like he's like, oh, this is cool. Like this is much stronger. This is much better. And then it's like uh, Seto helps too. It's like, oh, I like to help people. And you can't see me smile because I'm wearing a mask, which cool. It's Kamen yeah. Rider. Sure. That was a Master cool moment. Rider. And then like the lady from before shows up and helps them through as Seto fights. And this smash is like a ninja i think and like can do like shadow clones and yeah yeah it's like a whole big thing uh because he made like a, a like special gun and then yeah um Sento gets poisoned from behind and 
that's another uh, fun throwback to zero one for us though, which is like it's like poison. Yeah. And then the Cobra eats the dude like Nabushiba. And yeah. Uh that's episode four. Seto got saved by the owner, which I'm like, okay. And like he's curious about this dude later too, because I'm like, huh. What's going on here? Because he has like a picture of him and he might be the dude who like was an astronaut or was there during the like original the, event. Yeah, the the removal of the panels. Rogue is experimenting on Smash with more stuff. And there's like some nice like world building here because like the countries have like different currencies and like Ruka and like Sawa are getting by like I guess presumably what they do is they like beat up some people that work for UPS and take their <laughs> outfits. And uh I like the like them meeting the family and the girl that was like very excited. And this this child did not have a good concept of life and then like death because like there's a point later where like they're fighting off robots and like their car's about to explode. She's like, yay, 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 we're gonna jump. <laughs> Guild gets a weird tip um, and goes off to fight this like new double smash uh, that gets giant. Uh, but then gets saved by like Ryuga uh, and the family is together again. What do you think of like these episodes of like Build though? I like them a lot. Um, I mean, it's easy to say like nothing really happened, but so much happened at the same time. But uh, I just feel like it's like like we keep going back to world building right now. Like I'm not expecting anything like dramatic to happen until like episode ten. So I'm just hanging out, getting to know the characters. You know, uh, I love that. You know, like they have like the the new I guess uh, side character of the episodes. You know what I mean? Like episode three, we met uh, you know the mom and the kid that helped them get to the boat. Though that transition into Nebishima's family. You know what I'm saying? In the next episode, I'm pretty sure there'll be like some other yeah. side characters like that. And it keeps the the uh the story in like a natural flow without getting so, like bogged down with like the main characters. And you know, I keep going back to Saber, but that's kind of like what we missed in Saber. And I feel like that was the biggest downfall about that that series. The two things that I could see potentially with build are one is I hope it's not bogged down and always having something new. Um and two it's all been serious business so far. I hope they're able to like do good by that in a way where like they know when to ebb and flow and maybe like things calm down a little bit. Cause I'm wondering like if it might start feeling samey after a while, maybe not, but like so far, like so good. I'm hoping that like they find a way to like lower and raise their stakes as they should, you know? Yeah. Right now is working perfectly fine because this it's all, it, this was all leading to mm-hmm. Nebishima. And like now that he's out of the picture, I'm pretty sure to transition to something else and left on a huge cliffhanger. And, you know, we have to wait till episode uh, five to figure out what, uh, Soshi, is that his name? Uh, the owner. That would be Soichiro. Soichiro. The, the, the hero Soichiro has to say about, you know, the panels being used and they're part of the, you know, Pandora's box. So I'm pretty sure we'll slowly transition into like the main meat of the story. Mm-hmm. But uh, so far, so good. Yeah, no. Um, I'm wondering how the show's gonna do on writers too. Because like, I have to imagine there's gonna be like a, a couple more, and like uh, the two that we've seen, like uh, 
Rogue and like Bloodstock um, haven't had belts. So I'm wondering, are they just rider likes or are there going to be more actual riders soon? Also, how did you uh, interpret it or interpret uh, the double dose of, you know, the, the turn into a smash? The, that's what led into the amnesia, correct? I think so, yeah. So you would say Sento also had a double dose? I wonder if we're going to get more like ways people get affected by the gas because right now it's just like they've mentioned like hazard level and like uh, that's why like Ruga's like girlfriend died and it's like okay like um, what is being done by this stuff like are we going to see people that like have different abilities or like have been changed in like certain ways more and like maybe that's like oh you're not a genius you're actually like really messed up and your mind is messed up and you don't have long-term memory because of things we made your brain do to make you so smart like you know like maybe that'll happen i don't know who knows um and we get like a lot of like small character stuff like they mentioned like a devil scientist that was like experimenting (laughs) on stuff and Mm -hmm. yeah i don't know and that is build and that is Jetman. solid shows Really good pairing, I think, because they do just uh, have a very different approach and like very different like time period to them. But uh, I guess uh, I wish it for uh, you, Senpai, is uh, when you're uh, not talking about Toku, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube under Copacetic Senpai. How about you, Kip? We can find, find uh, me on Twitter.com as James Forge. You can find the podcast at Come right to me.com. Uh, slash episodes for the episodes with links to different services direct. Like, uh, there's comrade.com slash merch for our merch. All, all persons going through the service project. Uh, there's common ride with me. Um, there's at common ride with me on Twitter and Instagram. There is, uh, some fun art there, like our new Kiva fall design. Uh, and then there is also, uh, podcast at for questions there's comrade um on apple for podcast reviews we really appreciate that uh and yeah just a lot there uh and how we always do what we always do I have to say at the end of the episode uh how do we feel who were our favorite characters top three Ooh, c- combined yeah combined oh Okay, you know the number one draft pick for me is my boy Guy. <laughs> Gotta be the number one draft pick. Oh shit, we should do a fucking like draft <laughs> off these shows. <laughs> uh, number two draft pick would have to be Foster you Dimension. Wanna... <laughs> okay, Foster <laughs> Dimension. <laughs> no, we should uh, do a game like Snake Draft. Like, your uh, pick one, yeah. my pick one. <laughs> <laughs> and make the best rider team. Yeah. Uh and then number so three. Number three would be uh what's the other dimension? Forget the light one's name. Road dimension, maybe? Yeah, road dimension. Okay. Uh ooh, this is rough. Uh I feel like guys gotta be up there. Um Unanimous yeah. number one pick. Yeah, guys is the number one draft pick just 
like straight up. But I lost so many games. Like we lost so many episodes like last season and save just a good guy. <laughs> it was worth the wait. Yeah, and like there was a point where I was like, oh no, like Saber, gotta stop having good episodes. We're gonna miss out on guy. But like for the end they pulled through and just uh but no. Uh ooh, uh I wanna give uh one out to Ryuga. Uh he's pretty good. I'm hoping for more from him. Um and then ooh. I think I'm gonna go with uh the child tran. Very good general. I just love how it's just like a kid in a VR headset. <laughs> and that's the monster. The general. Uh and what was our favorite uh choker design or practical effect? Uh definitely the boss and the Mitch's powers. Yeah, I agree there. I, I'll, ne- I'll never forget that. That was a perfect like Halloween one too. It was like Yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Nice buddy faucet. Uh I can't wait to see what's next. <laughs> Yeah, right. Because like you know, they're gonna get like deep in the stuff, and like this is like a foundational times. I feel like we're definitely gonna get the monster that's like, hey, we all saw Akira last year. Watch this, you know. But uh, okay, um, and what was the best outfit that you saw? Best fit. Oof. Yeah, the best fit. Yeah. Uh. I mean, I did mention it at the top of the pod about uh, Kaori. I'm a suck. I suck with these pronunciation of names. But uh, when she was in a wedding dress with the motorcycle helmet, yeah, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, I'll have to go with that too. Right now, build isn't really hitting too hard in that category. Like, I wondered if like laughs of pitch hitters, but I think the Jetman <laughs> might might be taking this one pretty often. This might be like a yeah, a lot, you know. a lot of. A lot of fits are being shown off in this uh, show, but uh, yeah, I feel like with build, you know, uh, Sento kind of has his little go-to with different layers. Um, yeah. And then Ryuga is so grunge right now. He's just like on the run. Like he just going to disguise, disguise. Like how many times has he been like undercover so far? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so what we need to do is do like a take like every single main common rider and just like do like a tournament and be like who's got the best fit because uh fit off from 1970s <laughs> yeah okay yeah like here's like um here's toma and here's like like the like original common rider toma's getting washed yeah toma's getting washed out <laughs> real easy like toma is a first round loss right there <laughs> first round exit disappointing yeah uh <laughs> i'm showing you this right now uh a strong contender for number one, but uh, just uh, this is the ultimate right here. Might be uh, what would run away with it, but uh, Kamen Rider Stronger. Kamen Rider Stronger? Do I know who this is? No, this is like a dude from the 70s. Uh, okay. He has a top tier fit. Oh, a lock for conference finals. Fucking dripped out of his mind. <laughs> What? A right. little bit of Bruce Lee with the haircut. What the S stand for? I don't care, but it works. Look Stronger. at that fucking belt. Yeah, right. Jesus, black gloves. He's a lock for the conference finals. Uh, Pencil him in. It does oh! not. Oh, he got different colors too. Yeah, black jacket dripping. 
Like, that's all you need. That's drip right there. Oh, yeah. He's got this straight. Just he. That's goes perfect for cosplay, it too. Like, you could, like, anybody could just. Oh. There you go, right? The red one under the Canadian suit. Oh, my God. Denim. Yeah. He, he might win it all. We might need to, like, just, like, make a random scene. There's, like, what, like, 40 common riders. We'll just be like, here's one and two. We'll just, like, do it. Like, yeah. He's a main rider? Take a year, do it. Yeah. Okay, yeah. He's definitely got to be top five, no doubt. Impossible. Uh, but no, uh, we've talked to favorite monsters of the Drip Gods. Like, I'm just wondering, uh, <laughs> last two Halloween questions for you. Uh, what is your favorite monster in, like, fiction, actually? Oh, that's tough. Out of nowhere. Right? It's Halloween, though. Favorite monster. Can I have favorite movie monsters? Yeah, go for that. Okay. I just love the creature designs in the thing. Yeah. Like, none of those missed. No, they're all good. Like, just uh, for that, I'd have to say uh, that ribcage mouth is iconic. Yeah. Okay, I can't keep doing this to you, but one more. <laughs> Just, uh. Whoa. He didn't have to do us like that with the helmet on? Okay, sorry. I lied. There's one last one. This is the real last one. He did not have to do it He's, like this. And the caption is, bite this if you really want to bite me. Oh. <laughs> Bell bottom denim. With a rose on the like, fucking... With like, the white garage. gloves. Looking yeah. like you're about to go to a fucking Saturday Night Live. Jesus. My God. Oh, and I found that cosplay, like, too. Uh, man, people go hard on this, but yeah. Uh, no. Uh, so, I probably have to go pretty close there. I will say, very soft spot for uh, the original creature from the Black Lagoon. Just solid design. It oh, is yeah. iconic. For sure. Often imitated. And uh, what's the best Halloween candy? Last question for you. Ooh, best candy. Damn. I mean, I guess they just started putting these in the like the variety packs, but we bought one from Costco's and it had gummy bears in there. I'd never get tired of gummy bears. Okay, okay. I'd never get tired of gummy bears. What's yours? Ooh, this is a hard one. Um, there's. Best candy, also best Halloween candy though, and Halloween candy is a little different because like, uh, would you say more chocolate? Probably more chocolate, but also like, I kind of want to like treat myself to something not very good. Like I want like a hundred <laughs> grand or like a Zagnut or something, you know? Okay, I was expecting that. That, or like a giant pixie stick or something like you know? Yeah. Okay. That's Halloween and. Wish you all a very scary Halloween and uh, keep safe. Uh, it's still COVID, but uh, yeah, you guys be safe. And if you dress up as a, a writer or any Toku related character, send them to the email. And you know what? Uh, if you dress up as fucking Joe and you go out there and you serve the fucking looks, <laughs> damn. <laughs> Yeah, just add us on Twitter or something. I need a closet full of shirts like this, though. I'm like not even kidding. This is too good. Yeah, just take like a bunch of plain tees to like alterations and you'd be like, yo, make this happen. 
<laughs> now, honestly, we normally have like a lesser or like something to leave you with, but it's just Joe. It's just that. Just like, sometimes you just gotta let them know. And that, that's too many people could pull off a turtleneck, but jeez. A bright yellow thin turtleneck with an S on it. 